unveiling the secrets A-list copywriters use to make themselves and their clients millions. This is the Copywriters Podcast with your host, the world's greatest copywriting coach, David Garfinkel. All right, welcome back to the Copywriters Podcast with your host, the world's greatest copywriting coach, David Garfinkel. David, how are you doing today? Nathan, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing fantastic, man. I'm glad to be back on the show and I'm excited for this week's episode. I am too. In fact, I'm thrilled to announce our returning champion, Ted Prodromo. Ted is known as America's leading LinkedIn coach, and he's the best-selling author of The Ultimate Guide to LinkedIn for Business and The Ultimate Guide to Twitter for Business. And we had Ted on the show not too long ago, and with all the changes going on over at LinkedIn, it was time to bring him back. He's founder of Search Marketing Simplified, a social media firm. We'll give you the link uh, a little later. And besides Copywriters Podcast, Ted has also been featured on Entrepreneur.com, The New York Times, CNBC, and Forbes. I don't see any reason to wait a minute longer except to say this. Copy is powerful. You're responsible for how you use what you hear on this podcast. And most of the time, Common sense is all you need. But if you make extreme claims and if you're writing copy for offers in highly regulated industries like health and finance and business opportunity, you may want to get a legal review after you write and before you start using your copy. My larger clients do this all the time. Ted, welcome and glad you could come back for another round. Let's start with you telling us what's new on LinkedIn. Oh, gosh, where do we start? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they since Microsoft bought them, actually, it was 2016. At the end of 2016, Microsoft bought LinkedIn. I'm, that's how I was scratching my head. Why would Microsoft want LinkedIn? But now I see their big plan. They're integrating LinkedIn with Office 365 now. Uh-huh. So that's why engagement is up 30 to 40% every quarter. Engagement Whoa. levels are up on LinkedIn because if I get an email from you and I'm in Outlook, I can hover over your name and your LinkedIn profile snippet pops up. Wow. So if I'm going to be on a call with you, I can just say, what's David up to on LinkedIn? And I could say, he hasn't updated his LinkedIn profile in three years. No, <laughs> just uh, kidding. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, well, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> but it's, they're really doing a lot to really get you more engaged. So what are some specific new features, especially for business owners and for copywriters that we should know about right away? So video works really well. Short little videos in your, in your timeline. Just, you know, two or three minute tip, not even no longer than that. Mm-hmm. You know, what's really working well is to add captions to it because everybody's on their phone, they're scrolling through and they see your video. If they start reading what you're talking about, they'll unmute a lot of times and actually listen to you. Yeah, you know, we we do um, about a one minute, 30 second video every week um, just to promote the Copywriters Podcast. We'll do one for you uh, when this comes out in a few weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think you told me when we were getting ready to do this, there's something you can do or you're going to be able to do with putting video right on your profile page. 
Right. So you know, you could add videos in your featured section, but you have to scroll down pretty far to see that. Oh, I and see. I track that through Vimeo and I don't see that many views from those. But what's going to happen in any day now, they're rolling this feature out right now. In your banner up above, you're going to be able to have a promotional video for your business, or your services. Oh, wow. That kind of changes the game, doesn't it? Yeah. So as you're scrolling through, that static banner is now going to be a little video. You're going to pop up and you'll be able to, I'm not sure how long it's going to be. They haven't said, but if you can give a one minute pitch about what you do, people are going to keep reading your profile. What, what do you mean? If, if somebody's a subscriber to copywriters podcast, of course they can give a one minute pitch. Exactly. Or they better go back to some other earlier episodes to figure out how, but I, I have, I have faith in our subscribers, our listeners. Yeah. Um, what else is new that uh, would be of interest to I mean, especially, you know, we, we have two groups of people who, who watch this show and listen to this show. Uh, one are copywriters, freelance copywriters and, you know, agency types that are direct marketing oriented. And, and then we have business owners who like copy. So what, what should they be looking out for on LinkedIn these days? So there's a feature they came out with three or four years ago called ProFinder. Mm -hmm. And LinkedIn's just terrible at telling us about these amazing services. Because you can write, if you're a copywriter, you can sign up as a copywriter or service provider. Mm -hmm. And then every day, LinkedIn sends you people, you can go on your profile and say, hey, I'm looking for a copywriter. And then you get to bid on five, or five people get to bid on each project. So say I need a new sales letter for my new book coming out. I can post that as a job, kind of like Fiverr, but it's on ProFinder. And then five copywriters can give me, you don't have to give a whole proposal, but you just have to get their attention to get them on the phone. And then you can give a proposal. Okay. Now, was that a hypothetical or do you really have a new book coming out? Uh, no, not yet. No, no. Okay. <laughs> that, that was um, future pacing. Okay. It's going to be next year. Yeah. Well, what is it? Tell us about it. I'm not sure yet. It's going to be different than LinkedIn. Okay. Different than LinkedIn, different than Twitter, right? right. More of a, a life story kind of thing as, as my career, you know, getting to the last quarter of my career here, the two minute warnings coming up. <laughs> the autumn of your years. There it is. And yet you look so young. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. a camera. <laughs> <laughs> so um, let, let's talk about you know, one of my favorite subjects, results. I mean, what are people doing these days and how are they getting results? And especially since, look, I, I'm, I'm going to be brutally honest here, you know, very uncharacteristic of me. In the past, uh, LinkedIn, for people, uh, all of us out in the entrepreneurial world, we were thinking, wow, LinkedIn, that's for, you know, people getting jobs. It's basically uh, an executive recruiter online. What, what would that have to do with me? But that's not the case anymore, right? No, it's actually, they wanted to become the largest content publishing platform on the internet. And they're there now. There's tons of content being posted every day on LinkedIn. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. And are people, do you, I mean, you coach people, right? Yeah. So, so what kind of content strategies can content lead to clients and dollars and checks that clear and don't bounce and stuff like that? All the time, yeah. Got any any examples you care to share? 
So what I like to do, I've been experimenting. So I write, I started writing a daily email a few months ago. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of was like my morning routine. I just, you know, what I'm reading about or what I'm learning. So I share that. Like yesterday, I shared just a post, a status update, which is like a thousand characters or so. And I just said, get on a Zoom call with a friend like you and read your LinkedIn profile out loud. Read the headline to them out loud and watch their face, you know, on the recording. How do they react to that headline? That's interesting. Because most professional headlines are like your job title. It's like boring. Right. So I teach people to write like like a sales letter headline or an article headline. Get their attention, make them curious to keep reading your profile. So stop looking at LinkedIn the old way and, and start thinking of it as another content slash direct marketing platform. All these direct marketers have brainwashed me over the last 20 years. So I think like a direct marketer instead of a resume writer. <laughs> That's right. I met you at, at John Carlton's uh, mastermind, right? Uh, Platinum mastermind with Stan. So sure. Yes. So if the headline is like 99% of your sales letter, right? It's got to, if they don't get your attention, they're never going to read the letter. That, that's absolutely right. So um, give, me, give me a case study or an example. Okay. Uh, one person I'm working with is an HR consultant. And she kind of was treading water, getting really frustrated. She was actually ready to close her business a few months ago. Wow. And I said, you know, do you have an email list? I'm like, yeah, I haven't emailed them in three years. <laughs> so we wrote an email and you got 34 percent open rate wow and we updated our linkedin profile to make it look like hey i'm I'm back i'm engaged and a few weeks later someone reached out to her a former colleague said hey i need hr help there's all these new laws coming into effect in january i need to hire you Mm -hmm. and she got a sixty thousand dollar deal from wow. sending one email to our list and updating wow. their LinkedIn profile. That, that, that's pretty amazing. So, you know, you say you're doing daily emails. Are those through the email system or are those through LinkedIn? Or do you put a link in email to the email, which is on a server somewhere? I mean, how does that work? So I've just been writing my email, sending it to my list through Active Campaign, And then I try to keep them, I think 1,300 characters is a status update is the maximum length. So it's not an article on LinkedIn. Sometimes I post them as articles, but they seem to have killed those and nobody ever looks at the articles anymore. Mm-hmm. So I'll just post it as a status update. Sometimes I'll add an image that's related to it. Sometimes I don't add an image. Sometimes I add those hashtags. Sometimes I don't, but it seems like those get the most response right now. Oh, the hashtags do. Yeah, I've been advised to do that and and I'm too lazy. You know, I'm I'm posting my my podcast promo in so many different places I figure I don't have time for hashtags. Mm-hmm. But you think it's a good idea, huh? So remember about 70% of people are on their mobile phones now on LinkedIn. So you want to get their attention just like when you write a sales letter, you got to get their attention early or they're going to go away. So when the top of your post, you got to get their attention. Mhm. And as they start going, space it out. I do like one sentence per line now. So you don't do the big paragraph of all words. So the standard things you teach, basically, you know, keep the spacing, lots of white space, keep them interested. And what I'll do too, I'll run them through the Hemingway app. I don't know if you use the Hemingway app. But I'm that, familiar that just, with it. I, I think I've internalized it. <laughs> yeah. And I write that way now. It's the same thing. It's like 
that's too long of a sentence. You want to like, you know, don't use the word that. How many times do you write that in your copy? <laughs> like, oh, I don't use that. No. Right. Then it cleans out all those extra words. So it's really clear. And they just scroll by. And then you, sometimes I'll put a call to action. Maybe at 50% of the time, I'll send them to my website in the comments with a link. Are you getting clients from, from these activities? Oh, yeah. My engagement is way up. My email list is growing from this. Posting little short video tips now and then. I got to do more of the videos because they seem to get a lot of traction too. Yeah. So um, as as we were talking about when we started, it seems like a lot of people have misconceptions about LinkedIn. And, you know, misconceptions lead to mistakes. So what are some things that you see people are doing wrong and what should they be doing instead? So since the pandemic started, I spoke in February before the pandemic hit and it was like 2.3 million coaches on LinkedIn. I was at a conference with a lot of coaches. So I showed a screenshot. There's 2.3 million of you out there. How do you stand out? Mm -hmm. There's 6 million coaches now. Holy crap. And there's 23 million consultants. So you know, how do you, how are you different from them? So their profile really has to re reflect that because there's so many newbies out there. So the, everything is just so crowded. So it's really about making your profile. How do you, how do you work this differently than the other coaches or what results do you get? You can share like in your rec recommendations, get lots of recommendations in there as to your credibility. Okay. That that sounds good. So the, the profile is your anchor, right? That's that's where yeah. everything starts. So um, I kind of try to attract people to my profile through the content I post or content that I engage with. Like if you post an article on there or something, I would read it and I would comment on it and say, you know, actually read the content and make a real comment. And that gets people to come to me to connect rather than me just inviting 50 random strangers every day to connect. Well, th that seems to be about a mistake in a way, not that you do that, but that a lot of people don't, um, they, they don't read the content, Could could you talk about that at all and, and what difference that makes and how you use that actually paying attention to what other people are saying? I, I know it's a yeah. revolutionary idea, but you know, Bob Berg. Oh yeah. The uh, referral noticed. guy. Yeah. So he started doing these great videos, like three to four minute videos every day. And he was like, he planned it all out. So each day through the week, he's teaching something and then he leads to something, a call to action at the end. Mm -hmm. And I just started commenting on his videos and making comments, very specific things he said. Yeah. To show them I actually watched your video. I didn't just say, nice video, Bob. <laughs> but he's reached out to me now. And we've built a connection, a relationship, just because I was thoughtfully commenting on his videos. Yeah, I mean, uh, I I get hit up a lot where people say, "Hey, David, I'm a coach and you're too. Let's talk and see what we have in common." And I go, "Wake me up when this is over." Um, They're probably using automated software and scanning for words in your profile, job titles. I get that all the time. Hey, let's connect and do a JV together. Like, I don't know you. <laughs> right. How do I want to do a JV with you? But, but I, I mean, I find personally when someone has watched a copywriter's podcast and they speak to a particular point, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, first of all, I'm open to talking to them. Secondly, I'm happy. It's like, wow, someone's listening, you know? Right. And 
if I comment on you post that and I comment, your entire network will see that I commented. So you get to see a lot of second and third level connections that are your network that I can connect with and build relationships with. If they're interested in copywriting, hey, they're following you. So I can connect with those people. Right. So I think one of the things a lot of people, uh, yours truly included, sometimes don't realize on social media is that all conversations are in public and that can have both positive and negative consequences. Positive if you're aware of it, negative sometimes if you um, let some other something other than your rational brain take over. Right. Yeah. And that's where the conversations on LinkedIn are more business related for the most part. And the same person is over on Facebook talking about politics and religion and, you know, starting fights with people. <laughs> politics, religion, and sex, right? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I mean, Ted, I, I know you look very young, but you've been around for a while. When when we were but young, we young lads, um, those were the three things you weren't supposed to talk about in polite company, right? Right. Politics, religion, and gender identity, sex, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, and these days you're allowed to, but it's might, maybe it's not going to get you very far in business, right? It's Yeah. It does. A lot of times people will call you out. If you post vacation photos on LinkedIn, a lot of times people like, post that on Facebook and Instagram. That's not appropriate here. Okay. So, so there's almost a self-reinforcing culture in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Which is actually really good. Do you have a problem with Kindle books? I do. Sometimes I really just want to hold a book in my hand so I can turn the pages and highlight stuff and make notes. That's one reason I recently released the print version of my book, Breakthrough Copywriting. And listen to this. On Facebook, I've gotten pictures posted from around the world. Pictures of people holding their printed copy of Breakthrough Copywriting in their hands, including one from an A-list screenwriter and marketer in L.A.'s famous Topanga Canyon. He was reading the book in his hot tub. Breakthrough Copywriting is a great book for you, whether you are a beginner or an A-lister yourself or anywhere in between. It costs a tiny, tiny fraction of my $5,000 a head seminar that the book is based on. So check out Breakthrough Copywriting on Amazon.com. Now, back to the show. Okay, so I need to be a little delicate here. Uh, somebody we both know is a very legendary copywriter is not on LinkedIn. And every few months he says, so what about LinkedIn? How should I, what, what should I, how would I start? And so, you know, what would your advice be to someone, whether they're famous and accomplished or whether they're, you know, just out of school or, or, you know, in their twenties or whatever. I mean, what, what are some, if you're brand new to it, what are some first steps? You need to be really clear what your purpose is. I just wrote an email yesterday about that. Mm -hmm. If you're looking for a job or you're in the corporate world, you basically put your resume there. And it's all about you. You're talking about you. It's okay to talk about yourself when you're trying to find a job. Right. But if you're a copywriter trying to get clients and all you do is talk about yourself, people are like, who cares? But if you can post content on LinkedIn that people talking about you then that's credibility. And people say, oh, yeah, I trust David because look at all these people saying great things about him. As opposed okay. to, oh, I am the best, I'm the greatest. So, so you're talking about testimonials here? 
testimonials or case studies, but really like LinkedIn recommendations are perfect. Oh, right. Yeah. I, I, I back in the day, I got a lot of them. I've been kind of, kind of slack. I probably ought to reach out to every single copywriters podcast um, subscriber and ask them to write a recommendation, right? Right. Although the best thing you could do is say, write a recommendation. Say, Ted was a great guest on my show, blah, blah, blah. Then I get prompted to write a recommendation for you. Ah, the old law of reciprocity, huh? Exactly. It stuff really works. The stuff we learned before the internet existed still works. <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. So um, finally, as we um, wrap this thing up, what would you say are the most common problems your clients come to you with and what do you advise them? Really, it is standing out from the competition these days because there's so many experts out there, which we know they're pseudo experts. So you really have to have that, you know, how are you different? And that's really about getting people to talk about you and then make your profile like a sales letter. Like I said, the headline is the headline of your article or a book title. Yeah. And the about section will be the inside flap of a book. Talking about the book, te- you know, selling you the book, basically. So that's your about section. And then okay. people get to know, like, and trust you. As opposed yeah. to you just blasting messages at people, like, you know, robocalling people until someone says yes. Yeah, that, I, I guess that works. But the kind of people that attracts, I've often found, are not the kind of people I want as clients. They'll be the worst clients because they're desperate usually. And they'll, if you'd robocall for your business, what kind of clients are you going to get? Nathan, I noticed you've been taking notes like crazy, but um, do you have any questions for Ted about this? I have one insight and then one question. Yeah. So the way that I use Facebook and LinkedIn is much like you guys said, uh, leaving comments, connecting with people, building relationships with people. Going when people leave comments on my stuff, going to their profile and looking and seeing if I actually like this person, if I would want to do business with this person. And then uh, I'll create a conversation with them. And then, based off of that conversation, I say, Hey, it might make sense. Do you think we should get on a call and talk about our businesses, see what, see what works or see if we've got any, uh, anything that we could help each other with, or I've got a crazy idea. I want to pitch you or something like that. But only once I've built that relationship, only once I've commented and had some back and forth with people, because like you said, I don't want to get stuck or obligated into a, a business relationship with somebody and they've paid me and now I'm stuck working with them and I don't like them. And I should have figured this out before I even started talking to them. For me, that makes perfect sense. But I still see the overwhelming amount of people that pitch me, especially on LinkedIn. Now it's getting out of control. It's just, I just accepted your friend request. And 15 seconds later, there's a copy and pasted robo sent message and why are people still doing this? It seems like, uh, it seems like such a, a an archaic way of doing it, an inefficient way of doing it. But it seems like it's the way most people are still doing it. And I was just going to ask, what your thoughts on why that's the case? Well, that's what a lot of my competitors teach. They have software that automates this, so they can just queue up messages, search for a certain job title, and blast away. But it doesn't work. You may get an occasional client, but usually they're they're the worst nightmare client you can get. So if you just think of it as if you're running ads, you're doing one to many. 
And in the old days, before the internet, we used to go to BNI meetings and Chamber of Commerce meetings, and we would have one-to-one conversations with people mm-hmm. and get to know each other. Yeah. If you treat LinkedIn like it's a one-to-one conversation, if you have two or three conversations a day with people, they go sometimes they go on for days back and forth. But you build relationships with people. And then if you're doing a webinar, you post it as a status update. They say, oh, I literally like what Ted's up to. I'm doing a lot of LinkedIn lives now. And I'm going to be interviewing David in a couple of weeks. Yes. So we'll have a conversation and the people say, I saw you interview David. He's amazing. And then they'll connect with David. What Ted is talking about is so common sense, but everybody's doing the opposite. And I don't understand it, but that makes sense that they're just being led astray by uh, people that are teaching the wrong thing. Yeah, it's it's almost like what um, one-on-one relationships in front of 600 million other people. Right. People do business with people. So have a conversation with each person. You got to get on the phone eventually to close the deal. If you're a copywriter, do you need 10 clients a week? No, you want to get one or two clients a month, maybe. Mm-hmm. So 15 or 20 minutes a day, having little conversations with people and commenting on their posts builds that relationship. Well, this is a paradigm shift. This is a mind-bending way to look at it. But on the other hand, it's just common sense. But then what do they say about common sense, right? Common sense isn't. Oh, yeah. Well, always, if the crowd is doing one thing, if everybody's doing one way, do it the other way. You're going to get better clients because you're, you're perceived as being different. So uh, if, if you guys see how sense how business common sensible sensical um ted is i we we put both of his books in the show notes the ultimate guide to linkedin for business and the ultimate guide to twitter for business and you can reach out to ted at your linkedincoach.com and we're going to put that in the show notes too cool thank you Ted, thank you so much for coming on and delivering some not so common sense for the listeners out there, because I see a lot of copywriters going about trying to get clients the wrong way. And this is what makes sense. And it's, uh, it's pretty much the only way that I try to get clients nowadays. So, uh, you, you confirmed my biases. So I appreciate that. And, uh, David, thanks for hooking up a, another awesome interview, man. Oh yeah. Well, Ted's great. And, you know, I was going to say if, Ted and I were World Series opponents. It would be called the Golden Gate Bridge Series because Ted's over over the bridge in Marin. There we go. Nice. And if you, the listener, want to check out more episodes of the podcast, you can head on over to copywriterspodcast.com. And anything else before we're out of here, David? No, that's it. Thank you, Ted. Appreciate your coming on. Thank you. All right, guys. We will catch you next time. See you later. Before we go, a quick question. Would you like to have me as a guest on your podcast? Let me give you an easy way to contact me about that. We've put up a form on garfinkelmedia.com, and it won't take much more than a minute to fill it out. So if you'd like to have me on your show, just go to garfinkelmedia.com and fill out the form. That's garfinkelmedia.com. Thanks, and see you next time on the Copywriters Podcast. This show was brought to you by the Copy and Funnels Podcast Network.